0: Hey ladies and gents, and welcome to the Controlled Interest Gamecast, where we talk about video games and everything happening in the industry, episode 172. As always, I'm joined by Jordan.
1: Jared, first of all, I'd like to say that I'm glad to have you here on this episode, and I'm also glad that you didn't bork the intro. Uh, I appreciate
0: it. I'm, I'm uh, trying to avoid borking at all costs at this point in my life, so hopefully I do yeah. a good job of it. Um, and also, Dom's here. I don't know, I'd Dom say you, the Bork Oreos. I'd say you worked it pretty hard by not
2: properly introducing this as a, as a mukbang podcast. Because I'm gonna just fucking loudly chew Subway into the microphone for 20 minutes.
0: <laughs> the power of editing. <laughs> no, no I'm, not, I'm not really gonna do that. Just, yeah, yeah. So Don't don't click away from the video, guys. <laughs> um. So this is gonna be our predictions podcast. It's, uh. By looking at the calendar, it'll be our last podcast of the year. Uh, You guys should be listening to this around the 29th of December. And every year, towards the end, we kind of look at the predictions we had for the prior year and make some more for the following year. cool thing about next year, 2020, is we're getting two brand new consoles. We have a number of predictions related to those. We have some really big games coming out right before the next generation that are highly anticipated uh, if you want to hear that word ushered a lot, check out our previous episode where we talk about our most anticipated games and things of uh, 2020. Um, but yeah, can so can anticipate
1: first... that we might use that word again this episode as well.
0: Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> so first we're going to go over our predictions from last year, talk about which ones we got right, which ones we got wrong, crown or winner uh, in terms of who got the most right, and then we'll be going over um, some questions I have regarding predictions for 2020 so we'll start off the first question i asked you guys last year in 2018 was that in 2019 will the ps5 xbox scarlet both or neither leak now this one is a little bit weird and i kind of so all of us said both to be clear all of us said both and i gave us all a correct answer for this because the ps5 there was information given out by playstation themselves Uh, but the PS5 dev kit recently quote unquote leaked hasn't necessarily been confirmed all the way by Sony obviously but developers and such have basically all but confirmed it and then the Xbox Series X uh, the specs that we found out that were true upon its announcement were correct as well the Windows Central ones that we went over a couple of times Um, so I, I would I don't know if you guys would agree that that means that they both technically leaked so all of us got that right yeah, that's
2: tough when we, <clears throat> when the definition of leaked wasn't really pinned down to the you know most minute of details. I think this is close enough.
0: I'm with you. Well, the fact that we all answered it both, it's like okay, we either all get a point or we all don't get a point. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. Sort
2: of. So yeah, good. yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, uh, next up, this one was pretty interesting. Uh, what won't happen in 2019? The options were Microsoft makes more studio acquisitions, no play, uh, PSX in 2019. Or no new Switch hardware revision. So, I answered, there won't be a PSX. Obviously, I got that right. Jordan announced, or uh, announced, predicted that there wouldn't be a Nintendo Switch hardware re- revision. That was wrong. We got the Nintendo Switch Lite. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Dom, Dom predicted no PSX. So, he also got that right. So, if you're keeping Square at home, Dom and I both have two points. Jordan has one. Um... And the Switch Lite was announced in June of 2019, just to clarify for uh, Jordan's prediction. Next up, do we get a release date? This one's actually funny in retrospect, because less than a month later, we found out we're, uh, this was wrong. Do we get a release date for Metroid Prime 4 at E3 2019? Oh boy, did we have that wrong. All of us said yes, and we all said that it would still be called that. Now, if you guys remember, around January 25th of 2019, Nintendo made the announcement that the game would be restarting development now in the hands of yeah. uh, a Retro Studios. <laughs> so, it didn't take us long to mess that one up. Um, yeah, it's it's so weird that we didn't even see that game, right? We were so worri- worried if it was going to release or not, we didn't even see it again. Um, that game is... The development for that is interesting because we don't know exactly at what point restarting development is happening with retro if it's like legitimately from scratch or if they're taking what the previous team did and you know messing with it so we'll see what happens we were all too optimistic on that one i would say um i don't think so i think we were
1: i mean expecting the game to get a release date at e3 of this year when it got revealed what like two e3s ago and we hadn't heard anything. I think we were all on point, and then <coughs> yeah, and it old, made sense at the time. Out of nowhere, they're restarting development. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think it's I I I guess yeah. From a hindsight perspective, definitely too optimistic. But in the moment, yeah, you're right. We were we were uh, justified in believing that we were going to see it released, and just the way that game has been handled is so odd, especially for a series that didn't necessarily ever sell super well. You know. It's going to be interesting to see how that game does on Switch. It'll probably sell really well because everything seemingly sells really well on Switch. Um, So, yeah, clean sweep there. All of us were wrong. Next up, do you think we'll see a new Marvel game partnership announced before 2020? All of us said yes. Shocker, all of us were right. Uh, There was a couple of games you could have chose from, but uh, Marvel's Iron Man VR was the most notable new game that was announced in March of 2019. Um, during the... I want to say the first day to play, right?
1: I believe the first day to
0: play. I think it opened the first day to play. Um, So not necessarily the AAA partnership. That question kind of insinuated, but it was a partnership nonetheless. And we were all correct on that one. Um, Next up. This one was funny as well to look back on. Will we be able to purchase a PS2 Classic, N64 Classic, neither or both, By December 31st, 2019. So, Dom, you said the Nintendo 64 Classic. We would have been able to purchase it by the end of the year. Yeah, that was wishful thinking. Jordan said the N64 Classic. So both of you guys were right there with that. Um, Because there was a track record, you know, with the the NES and then the SNES. We assumed that if Nintendo was going to keep on that pace, we would have seen it. They just decided, to, nah, we're not going to continue that anymore if we're going to focus on the Switch. Um, I said neither. So I luckily got it right. If I remember correctly when we were talking about it, I was more hopeful that the PS2 thing was going to happen, which is so funny because how quickly the price dropped on the PlayStation 1 Classic in stores across the country because nobody was buying it. Oh, man. So funny. And
2: maybe, like, it's funny to think that maybe they were planning a PS2 Classic, but then they probably lost money on the PS1 Classic or at least didn't meet, you know, expectations and just said, yeah, screw all that. Who knows?
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's in a weird place now because we're coming up in PS5, and we don't know how backwards compatible it'll be. So it's like, well, do we are we trying to work on getting PS2 games to work with PlayStation Five? And how is that going to do? And the PS1 Classic isn't selling very well. This was not a good time to, I guess, work on that as a priority, right? Trying to this is a in. good
2: good opportunity to point out just the the, fi- the absolute failure. Jordan will describe this kind of thing better than I could, but just the absolute failure from Sony and the PS4 of not... Obviously, it's not backwards compatible with PS3, but you can't even play PS1 games on that thing. Like, you can't play Final Fantasies and Castlevanias that you can play on the Vita and the PS3. Like, how is how is that? That's, like, yeah. just money that they should be making on people buying those games for, like, the you know 8th and ninth, 10th time that they're just not and that's that's weird. Well,
0: it's funny and it's not even like they showed any effort. About that. Sorry, go ahead, Jordan. I
1: was just going to say it's funny that you mentioned me speaking on that subject dom because one of the recent shows that you weren't here for I actually talked about that oh, exact shit. Same thing. Right. It was uh,
0: <laughs> no, the no, Game no, it reactions perfectly. episode. Yeah, we we talked yeah, about it that. Perfectly. It, you brought it up specifically. We were having the whole discussion because obviously the Xbox Series X was announced. We were talking about backwards compatibility for the PS5, and Jordan was talking about that. So it's really funny that you brought that up. Um, Next up, another one that we got clean sweeped in terms of getting it wrong. Will Ubisoft have a game finished in the top three in terms of annual sales for 2019? Now, we all said yes, and this one is... I'm going to explain why we're all wrong, even though we haven't gotten the MPDs for December 2019 as of we're recording We're all wrong
1: this. because Ghost Recon shat the bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why we're wrong.
0: <laughs> but also, you have to remember, there's also The Division, which is also a good oh, seller. Because yeah. the Shit. first game was one of the best sellers of that year. It came out. So, uh, looking at the MPDs, as of the end of November 2019, the highest-ranking Ubisoft game was The Division 2, and it's at number 7. And my thinking as to there's no chance why it's going to come into the top three is because that released in March, and currently the top three games are Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Madden 20, and NBA 2K20, which will all yeah. sell better over the holidays than the Division 2, right? So there's no chance it's even... It's in seven. It's not even like it's four. So... Yeah. We uh, we bet on Ubisoft, and uh, Breakpoint just wasn't that... I, I, I think I remember mm-hmm. that game already being on sale during the Game Awards, maybe, for... 35 bucks or something. Really quick discount on that one. Um, Which is well-deserved because that game wasn't good. Excuse me. Next up. Uh, This one we actually talked about earlier in the year, so we already knew the outcome of this, if you guys remember. What will review best? Days Gone? Dreams? Crackdown? Or Yoshi's Crafted World? Dreams. I, I said Days Gone. Jordan said Crackdown 3. We both whiffed on that pretty bad. I... Uh, and Dom said Yoshi's Crafted World, and he actually got it right, because Yoshi's Crafted World had the highest Metacritic in Yeah, but meta how would, 80. like,
1: how would you think that's the one? Like, <laughs> exactly. it's no, no to Dom. But, I just... I think is, the, the the idea it there sound is, like the one.
0: It's a Nintendo-exclusive game, so the chances of being... I think it's, like, at worst, it'll be, like, mid-to-high 70s, you know? Yeah.
2: But... It was a stable pick. It was, like... It, This is going to get a 7.5 Metacritic, or, like, up to 8, you know? Yeah. Good. Not great, but good. Solid. You know what it is. You you know, it's cute. Well, the funny... So,
0: Jordan was very optimistic for Crackdown 3, just because we had a lot of faith in it. And I was, for some reason, like, counter-optimistic for Day's Game, a game that I was, like very critical of leading up to release i'm like i don't know if this game's going to be good or not but i'm like oh yeah during the, the predictions episode it's going to have the best reviewed score i think it was probably my idea of like playstation exclusives usually reviewing well you know and the fact now, that if I'm that
1: looking at the people's choice awards i think that one would probably win this year because it really does have a lot of support from the, community. the players
0: yeah the cool thing for the game awards is they actually did a, like a, fan, a purely fan voted award like a tournament style And Jedi Fallen Order was included in that. It's some weird, like, caveat, even though it wasn't allowed in the other awards. Um, Yeah. And obviously Fire Emblem ended up winning. But I didn't look at the bracket itself. I'm interested to see, if I go back and look, how high up Days Gone finished. Because, like you said, even though it was pretty much critically panned, uh, maybe not that bad. But the community around it was, like, very hopeful and really enjoyed their time with it, you know? That Sons of Anarchy Mm -hmm. fandom, man. It's hardcore. Uh, The sons
1: of anarchy (laughs)
0: fandom. Uh, Next up, uh, which of these games won't release in 2019? The Last of Us Part Two, Metroid Prime 4, Ghost of Tsushima, or Halo Infinite? Guess what, boys? None of those games released. Uh, Both Jordan and I said everything but Last of Us 2 won't release. So basically, we both thought Last of Us 2 was coming out this year. And Dom was like, no, none of them. (laughs) <laughs> the level-headed pessimist we all needed. He wow. was like, nope, none of them are coming out. And he got that right. So really, if
1: we had just picked one... If we have just picked one...
0: yeah. Well, to... yeah, me and you said that Last of Us Part 2 would come out, but nothing else.
1: Yeah, so I'm saying if we had just said, like, uh Metroid's not coming out this year.
0: Uh... Yeah, I think the way I centered the question, though, is we had to give an answer for all four games. So it was either you were right or wrong. It was like, are they all... Uh, yeah. There was no way to get that perfectly right unless you said none, I guess. You'd either get it half Unless you right, were Dom. Unless you were Dom. Um, next up, this is the second-to-last question prediction, and then we'll be getting into our final predictions, which are pretty interesting. So number nine, will there be an Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch exclusive all in the top seven... 2019 MPDs now uh, Dom and Jordan you both got half a point and I'll explain why I got it wrong completely because I said yes Gears 5 last of us part 2 and Pokemon would all be in the top seven um, Obviously last of Us part two didn't come out this year and gears 5 didn't sell all that well um, and the Pokemon thing so both of you guys said only Pokemon would be in the top seven Now it's technically not in the top 7 yet as of the the end of November MPDs, but all of the news reports about it being the best-selling game in the series and all that stuff, I'm assuming that by the time the end of the year uh, totals are put up for the MPDs, Pokemon will certainly be in the top 7. It's just not confirmed yet, so I gave you both a half a point. I figured that was a good uh, middle ground there since it's not factual yet, but... We can assume that it'll Seems most safe. likely be. Yeah. Yeah. So, both of you guys nailed that. I don't know where I was thinking. Man, I was just so high on Last of Us Part Two coming out, man. Two straight questions. Like, ah, the game's coming out 2019. Not a problem. Um, this one also is a weird gray area that I want to see if you guys agree with or not. Last question. Will Pokemon 2019, because we didn't even know Sword and Shield at this point, will the bundle for Switch feature custom Joy-Cons? If so, what color? So the funny thing with this is there was a Switch bundle, but it was Switch Lite, which we didn't even know existed yet. And because the Switch Lite doesn't have detachable Joy-Cons, the left side of it is blue and the right side of it is red in terms of the buttons. So it technically is colors of each version on each side, right, for Sword and Shield. All three of us said yes, and all three of us said there would be colors to match each version. So I gave us all a point, because I think that's correct. Because it did have a Switch bundle with custom Joy-Cons, technically, even though they're not, you know, detachable. And they are for each version, that being red buttons on the left and, uh, sorry, blue buttons on the left and red buttons on the right. So, yeah, I think we got it. Without knowing that the Switch Lite existed, I'll give us that one. And like I said, it makes it easier that we all gave the same prediction so we don't have to worry about, you know, giving up points and all of that. Now... Our final predictions for 2019. These were ones that we came up with in the moment, or maybe uh, had written down before we started recording last year. My three. First one, there will be a new Splinter Cell game announced before 2020. That didn't happen.
1: Beep, beep, beep. Wrong. Fucking goddamn it, Ubisoft.
0: (laughs) Two, Microsoft (coughs) will acquire at least three studios.
1: Beep, beep, beep.
0: Wrong. They only got double fine. So one, not three. So I got that wrong. Last one, we'll know more officially about the next Xbox than the PS5 by December 31st. Ding, 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 boys! I got one right. Nice, yeah. So, Good call. yeah, by, thanks to the Game Awards. Yeah, just <laughs> right in there on time the cusp. because if it wasn't for the Game Awards, it would have been PS5 because of the Wired articles that everybody read. You know. So, so
2: wait, was the question? We'll know more about it. Yeah, I guess. I guess we do know. The same, probably about each, but we've at least seen a picture of the.
0: Well, New we Xbox. know more about them. We know individually the same amount technically, but we don't know right. what the PS5 looks like, and we know what the Xbox yeah. looks like. So.
2: So it's close, but we yeah we got that photo unveiling. Of PS5 the old better Series not look X. like a
1: fucking V. Uh, that's all. I the, know. the dev kit, c- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: I want another uh, a second monolith. I don't want them both to come out monoliths. Um, so. And I forgot to say, the final predictions, if we get any of these right, they're worth two points, not one. So I got two points out of a possible six. Now we'll go to Jordan's. First one, Majora's Mask-type follow-up for Super Mario Odyssey. Beep, beep, beep. Unfortunately, didn't happen. Hopefully Hmm. this coming year, but yeah, didn't happen. Next up, Nintendo expands Labo at least four new sets. Beep, beep, beep. Labo was pretty much a commercial failure. They only re- released one new set this year, and that was the VR set. So that was wrong as well. But the last now, one, the last. I gotta
1: say this: the beep, beep, beep doesn't sound like. You're yeah. Wrong. <laughs> it sounds okay. like a good beep. <laughs> well, I don't want to go, like a yeah. loud "eh," because yeah. it'll be
0: not great on the podcast. So maybe you, I just want. Can,
1: you can make it a nicer, softer "eh." <laughs> eh.
0: I'll do that. So. Uh, your last one, Microsoft announces next box before PS Five. Ding ding ding, boys, we got one right. I would I would say this is right. I marked it as right.
2: I mean, announces. I, I guess. I guess PS Five wasn't really
0: announced because they never really. They did say the name, I guess, but. But it wasn't really. Would I you know. call those wired articles announcements though? That's my. Yeah, yeah I, I guess.
1: would say I would actually say that yes. Yeah, because but you also have them talking about Scarlet at E three. So they did. Yeah, so that's true. the thing is, is that
0: the intent, like the intended way for this question, for for this uh, prediction, the way I saw it personally, is that for me, announce is like on stage talking about the thing, right? But not but, necessarily,
1: you know. But Sony has this is sony being on stage you know this is the wired article is even more in depth than what microsoft has done on stage so i consider it they're they're, they are foregoing the traditional on stage reveal route so in lieu of that they're doing these wired articles instead so i think that that qualifies them yeah i think Uh, i agree
0: Okay, so unfortunately, I'm Jordan. I'm like fighting against, I'm yourself, fighting against yeah. myself, but,
1: but, you know, I'll, I'm trying to be fair here, I guess.
0: Yeah. Okay, then. Unfortunately, it was a clean sweep of wrongs for Jordan. Um, yeah. For Dom, his predictions.
1: Big fucking surprise, Mr. <laughs> idiot over here. Oh my God. Stupid, stupid, stupid idiot.
0: <laughs> oh my uh. God dom's first prediction the narrative around fallout 76 will change ign will nope. re-review it nope, <laughs> <Yeah>. nope. <laughs> uh they didn't do themselves some any favors with delaying the big dlc that they showed at e3 either
2: and you know they obviously had the opportunity and it felt like this could have been accurate after um e3 but they showed off like oh you know the new expansion and we're adding back in npcs and some people got excited about that um but then in the fourth quarter or whatever, they just uh, just went so, urn, the, so
0: I would see it as them turning <laughs> around <laughs> would be like in a bus, turning all the way around and going the opposite direction. This is like they turned sideways and kind of got stuck in the road, you know? <laughs> just between yeah, <laughs> two it's walls. Probably
2: a good analogy, yeah. Uh,
0: second one new version of an Xbox with no disk drive and streaming focused. I give you half a point on this because there was the SAD. Obviously, they're released. But. You couldn't say it's streaming focus; it's technically digital focus because XCloud hasn't fully rolled out yet, and all that. You know, mm-hmm. so I put XCloud not focused yet because we know the intention is that it'll eventually be focused on XCloud, but that wasn't how it was necessarily marketed. So I give you half a point. Fair. Last one: Nintendo Switch revision. Ding, ding, ding! You got this one right. Lighter system and new battery. Uh, doing some research, it did technically have a newer battery than the original. Although the revision that the Switch got is the best battery, if that makes sense. So it has mm-hmm. a better battery than the original Switch, but a worse battery than the Switch revision that happened um, earlier this year, I think. Remember there was a whole box confusion because they were like essentially being sold in the same box, but one Switch was better than the other. Did I already even yeah. tell you guys that I got the new battery model? Uh, yeah, I remember what okay. uh, uh, <laughs> that you had, you told us, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um, so the final scores... Actually, I have to update Jordan's because he, uh, he argued wait against himself. You could for a himself. fucking
1: pro model, could you, Dom? You
0: can't do it. <laughs> so Jordan comes up at 4.5 points. Would have been 5.5, but he argued against himself. Uh, I came in at 7 points, and Dom won with 8 points. Clean clean win. Clean victory. Mark your, yeah.
2: mark your calendars, fellas. This, this
0: does not happen often.
2: <laughs> it may not and ever again.
0: It pays to be safe and a bit pessimistic at times. Uh, maybe not pessimistic. Realistic. Um, yeah, yeah, you, it was, now, it was a,
1: Dom, are you, are you going to buy a pro model even still of the switch? Absolutely. Oh, jeez. Um, so then this, this new battery model is, is useful for what, like eight months, maybe? Yeah,
2: I'm betting on like, you know, at least one more year goes by before they, they come out with this pro model, but yeah, still not very long. you're you do have a, a solid
1: point, but
0: well, that's the thing—is it either it's has to have hit. To be
1: around... Sorry, go ahead, Jordan. Around the new consoles.
0: Yeah, I was thinking like maybe before or after, but I couldn't see it necessarily releasing in the fall or the holiday. Yeah,
1: you got to do something because otherwise they're just gonna look rough, Ma- man. It's it's gonna it's gonna be reminding us of when it was the four eighty p Wii. Versus you know the seven twenty and ten eighty p, Xbox and PlayStation consoles. This
0: isn't in the predictions, but it'd be interesting if their their direction was not necessarily focused on hardware this year. Maybe um, this year being twenty twenty, maybe go next year and for in twenty twenty to go with Breath of the Wild two and Super Mario Odyssey two, just out you know both in the same year like they did when they both originally came out.
1: Yeah to now, compete I don't on think a software level. I don't think anybody's predicting a new generation of Switch consoles next year, so let me ask this. When do you guys think we're seeing Switch 2? Not a revision of the Switch, but a totally new console. Uh,
0: 2023, somewhere around there.
2: Yeah, I'll say 20... Shit,
1: 2023...
0: I think they'll go with alternate SKUs for a while before they
1: 2023, so that'll be 6 years basically.
0: Yeah. It's tough though cuz so the they way did it in the they handle hardware it's like if they do like a you know the new the new uh, Nintendo New Switch or XL Switch or something. So yeah. however they handle that.
1: Just think S- how fucking outdated even a, a Switch Pro would look in 2023. Oh, yeah. When we're on, like, 8K (laughs) screens and all this shit, like...
0: When I got my Mass Effect monolith and whatever the PlayStation 5 is sitting in my living room. Yeah. Uh, So, let's go over these 2020 gaming predictions. Um, I've already written down mine, so I'll give them first after I say the prediction. Then you guys can let me know what you think. Uh, Just for the sake of uh, the ease of answering, every time I ask one, I'll say my answer. Then Jordan, you'll go. And then Dom, you'll go, okay? okay? So... The first one, what will have the highest Metacritic score between these three games? Mm-hmm. Cyberpunk 2077, FF7 Remake, and Last of Us 2. I yeah, I, was I wrote down Last of Us Part 2. That's my pick. I think Final Fantasy 7 Remake will have the... This isn't part of the prediction. I think it'll have the lowest of the three. I don't think it'll be super yeah. low by any means. I think Cyberpunk 2077 will have good reviews, but I think it will have a good number of people being like, uh, CD Projekt Red didn't hit it like they did with Witcher 3. Like, being hypercritical, you know? And I think Last of Us Part 2, in the best of ways, isn't going to be super different than The Last of Us Part 1, like branching out to try something completely different. So I think it's gonna play it a little safe and get higher reviews because of that, because it does everything so so well and it's a, a tighter package, you know. So.
1: What's the likelihood of me getting a third-person uh, angle in Cyberpunk? Uh, I would
0: say, if you include the like post-launch multiplayer mode that they're working on that they've announced, I would say, like seventy-five percent. If you're Why not including that, that, if
1: you're not including that, I would I say zero. <laughs> Yeah, why? No, I'm talking about this single-player campaign.
0: Yeah, zero.
2: So yeah, I'm funny. thinking like 5%. <laughs> Maybe. Sucks. Sucks. You can always buy it on PC, and someone will probably make that mod.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Jordan, yeah, what do you think? I,
1: I, want, I want that clean version. Um, let to go with Last of Us.
0: Last of Us. Uh, Dom, you going to stick with us? Or are you going with something different?
2: Yeah, The Last of Us is the safer choice here. Um, Cyberpunk has the potential to have, or has a higher potential to have technical problems, I think. Um, yeah. You know, nothing horrendous, but like it's a way bigger, more complicated type of game, right? Where The Last of Us is going to be at least, you know, mostly linear, more contained, um, and Naughty Dog in general is just, always super polished with their stuff. But also, I think Cyberpunk has more of a potential to uh, at least make a couple outlets that review games um you know have some kind of social issue with something they have going on in their games
0: oh Uh, yeah most certainly yeah um you know they have that weird
2: cyberpunk i mean something along the lines of there's gonna be a polygon article about the game right you (laughs) know like something along the lines of you know black women in this game are represented in a way that is offensive or whatever it is Um, Well, even us, we talked
0: about how at the demo, the the initial demo revealed the, uh, Latino accent and like gestures were kind of a little generic, you know what I mean? Right. But
1: that, that, I did not feel like that was SJW overthinking. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. That was like, dude, this is just bad. This is just bad.
0: That's, that's what I'm saying though, is we're doing that on a, on a, a more critical level and. Polygon and those type of sites have a tendency to look for those things outright where we just noticed it watching a trailer if that makes sense so I think it's it's way more likely
1: Don were you about to bring up the transgender ad that has already gotten picked up ad um, so there's an in game ad where there's a transgender woman who has a bulge in her pants right or not even pants in her like onesie thing that she's wearing Mm-hmm. and um, of course it got picked up and like people are freaking out like how could you do this but then the artist explained it to the point of like yeah this is an in-game ad where obviously in this cyberpunk universe you would have advertising agencies or what- whatever um, you know trying to utilize and you already do in our 2019 world You already have people trying to you know utilize transgenderism or whatever progressive movement is popular at the moment and advertise it and make it sexy and turn it into something that is uh monetizable so um people have to be able to have this type of commentary without once again like i said with joker it's like there's a difference between glorification and just straight up depiction and um, so yeah before the game even comes out we're already looking at people tearing it down because it's depicting something that they find you know obviously offensive when in reality it is trying to show that this is the this is the reality of that situation and, and what would happen in this cyberpunk world Two Dom's yeah.
0: point two with the performance uh, going back to the, the question real quick Lasso's uh, part 2 is being developed by, obviously, a Sony first party, and Cyberpunk right. By, right. by, you know, third party. So, performance there is going to be on Na- Naughty Dog's side.
2: Sorry, Doug. And, don't. you know, yeah. they are only developing it for, well, we assume one console, or, you know, one console with two versions of it. Whereas, right. yeah, Cyberpunk is on Xbox, PlayStation, PC, uh, and so on.
0: So, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if you wanted to respond to what Jordan was mentioning, or?
2: No, that's that's... I think we, we got all around it. I just think, yeah, there's a lot more uh, going on in that game socially that they could mishandle um, or perceived as being mishandled, uh, whether it's justified or not. I mean, obviously, we're talking about theoretical problems. So um, either we way, also, I just think yeah it
0: has more potential for it. And uh, we also have the whole violence argument with Last of Us Part Two. Remember when that trailer dropped? It could happen as well, but obviously not as likely yeah. as with Cyberpunk. Yeah, well, and-
1: it's not going to be politics with Final Fantasy remake, but it is going to be
0: gamer ticks.
1: <laughs> Good point. <laughs> not quite, Jared. Not quite. Um, it is going to be you know the the remake effect of it. You know, it is the remake that has been most requested for the most amount of time. They were thinking about remaking this game on PS2, um, and even like started working on it. Square Enix did so. This is, you know, obviously one of the biggest Japanese role-playing games of all time that's being remade. And it's also, like I said, one of the most highly anticipated and requested remakes of all time. So that is all going to play into that situation as well and is going to be very tough to live up to expectations. But it seems like thus far, you know, obviously not everybody, but they have... um, A lot of people have come around to that game, to Final Fantasy VII Remake.
0: Well, and from a a review perspective, one thing that could be critically well or poorly received is how they decide to wrap up this game, since it's going to end at a point that obviously the original game didn't end at, right? And also, game length. Yeah. We don't don't know how long the game's going to be because it is taking a section of the game, so those will be interesting to look at. Yep. Next up. Uh, very. This is on a simpler side uh, in terms of some of the predictions. Will there be more State of Plays or Nintendo Directs by the year's end? And I put a caveat: Indie Worlds don't count. So you know those like sporadic, like Indie World uh, yeah. little Direct things that Nintendo does that are highlights of all the indie games coming. Those don't don't count. Right. Those in your thought process. Um, my prediction is Nintendo Directs uh, with State of Plays. I think that maybe in a post-PS5 launch, they'll try to hit those more regularly. But the fact that we're likely going to see a reveal event, on top of them likely being at E3, it's just, there's going to be months in which those type of events take the place of a state of play. Whereas, even with Nintendo, for E3, we get a Direct, you know? So, that's my
1: thinking on that. You know, it's weird that looking at all the state of plays from this year it all just equals up to one E3 conference. Yeah. If you really think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously you'd take some of the smaller stuff out and put a bigger focus on the bigger stuff, but, um, and you know, maybe that's, that is what they wanted to do, which is spread it out over the course of the entire year as opposed to one centralized event. But I don't know, man, I think I, I don't think that the state of plays were received that fucking well that it uh, made up for what you lost by not going to E3.
0: Well, the two biggest announcements were third party, right? Uh, if memory serves incorrect, me because the only, the biggest first party announcement we got out of state of play was Last of Us date, which ended up getting delayed, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, it's still a cool cool trailer, don't get me wrong, but I'm thinking of, like, the biggest announcements. That one kind of got deflated because the game got delayed uh, less than a month later. And the other two big announcements were RE3. And then something with Final Fantasy, right? At, like, one of the first State of Plays was Final Fantasy related? Maybe?
2: They they, they had a long trailer in it. Yeah. I don't know as far as, like, you know,
0: exclusive announcements.
1: They have kind of been the highlight of... Uh, A lot of State of Plays. Because even
0: Ghost of Tsushima was a teaser for Game Awards. (laughs) You know, it wasn't even the trailer. So, Interesting to see how those play out. Uh, What do you think, though, Jordan? More Directs or more State of Plays? Uh, Directs. Directs, okay. Dom? That's a tough one. Uh... The funny thing, I was going to add Inside Xbox is on here, but that's cheating because we know for a fact there will be 11. They don't do one in December. But we know there will be eleven because they do one every month. <laughs> so, but that, I don't think that yeah, made it yeah. interesting at all. And so. that would be
2: easy too because there ain't gonna be eleven state of plays. <laughs> exactly. So I figured um, that
0: makes more fun only having these two.
2: Yeah, man, that's this is. The, I think, I think I'm gonna say state of play. I think uh, they ramp these up. We see some interesting. more. interesting.
1: Ramp it up. you
0: also have to remember with the directs that unlike the state of plays that we've seen so far we don't know they're early on in in their you know lifetime directs can be specifically for one game too like Nintendo will put out a smash specific direct and that's still direct you know whereas we haven't seen state of play do a game specific one but who knows with some big releases next year they might do one of those next up. What will be the smallest and largest storage choices for both the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X?
2: Great question.
0: So my answer, I think that both of them, the PS5 and Xbox Series X, will have a one terabyte and a 2 terabyte storage SKU. Um, I don't think they'll go more than that, though I think they should. Um, but with what the base price for these consoles going to be with the sheer power they're including, I don't know if they're going to be willing to uh, give us a good amount of storage space so that's my answer same thing 1 terabyte 2 terabyte
1: yeah remind me on last year's predictions on these questions that you're asking us did you get them all right what do you mean did like what was your score on the questions
0: I got 7 points and Dom got 8 but the final predictions were like 2 points apiece so I think I got like 5 out of 10 correct of the base questions
1: you know, Dom, I just realized this guy's over here yanking our fucking chain. He's the one that creates the questions and knows them and is able to think about them coming into the show and then just springs them on us in the middle of the show. The thing yeah, is, I lost things out on our toes. <laughs> if I won, no, I but think it would be more of a concern. But, but it was neck and neck, you know what I mean? Like. Dom really had to fight to overcome your cheating ass. (laughs) Yes, I am a filthy,
0: filthy cheater. Um, Yeah, so just to clarify again, PS5, Xbox Series X, a 1 terabyte and a 2 terabyte. That's my prediction.
1: Well, you know, Jared, since you uh, had extra time to prepare uh, as a (laughs) cheating ass, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to say... One terabyte on the low end. Two on the high.
2: Dumb. I'm definitely going to say PS5 is only going to have one option with one terabyte. Okay. Series X, I think, will also have one option with one terabyte.
0: The realists just bring us down. Man, it, it's... We're going to get those consoles day one, and, like, whatever launch titles you are are going to be, like, 100 gigs a piece, dude. <laughs> like, Halo Infinite whatever the hell playstation has i just Um, hope
1: two terabytes is the most you can put inside a ps4 pro uh you can hook up a larger hard drive than that but then it has to be external yeah which is the only way that you can do it on xbox which i don't like i like the fact that you can do a quick and easy swap on ps4 pro and ps4 and ps3 um so I would like to be able to put something larger than 2 terabytes in there that doesn't need an external hookup. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see.
0: So this is off topic. Well, it's partially on topic. Uh, the GameSpot video, I don't know if it, either of you watched it, which was like the exclusive video they got after the Series X was released. The guy oh. who had talked to uh, Microsoft, um, the, I think it was like the lead editor at GameSpot, he mentioned that it seemed like there could possibly, he can't confirm, there could possibly be a part in the Xbox Series X like a, a an empty part where owners will be able to put in internal storage. Like, it's already carved out, so for people who want to boost their storage, Microsoft already designed like a place to put in more. Um, but yeah, it's not confirmed. It's just something he had saw, or I guess insinuated based on what they were talking about. So Interesting really point there i'm really starting to really think that both xbox and and
2: playstation are going to try to kind of change our tendencies a bit in regards to storage because um, i know and i've talked about this before because they they mentioned like oh well now you can you're going to be able to just install parts of a game um and so on but i think in general because um, my habits have changed a lot um as games have gotten bigger i just only have so many installed at a time and i just am, you know installing and uninstalling and switching them out um which is not... I mean, I don't find that to be a pain at all now, um, but if they can make that process even quicker, um, which I think is going to be a big you know—a a big feature, especially when you have an SSD, it should be able to write quicker to the drive. So, you know, installing and uninstalling games should be faster, and it should be, you know, more acceptable to, like, expect people to... Instead of just loading up on tons and tons of games in their hard drive, like, when you can really only ever play, you're realistically, uh, uh, maybe some people rotate between a couple at a time, but, you know what I mean? How, like, if you're honest with yourself, if you have, like, 50 games loaded on your hard drive, like, how many have, sit, have just sit there for months at a time, right? So I think they might try to, like... And it might not be successful, but I think they're going to try to push our tendencies to, you know, live with less installed at a given time. I think... And that'll justify their smaller hard drives. Or
0: playing SSDs. Devil's advocate, I would say that, one, as somebody who doesn't really play a whole lot of multiplayer games... I think you, you would see that people who tend to play a lot more multiplayer games like to have all those options and hop in and hop out right from time to time. And I think one of the other problems with that specifically uh, is data caps, right? In terms of yeah. having to remove games and download them all the time, especially with how big games are going to get with next gen. Um, right. I think Xbox with X Cloud probably won't even care if you're downloading or not downloading games because you're not going to. You're going to be streaming them, right? Um, yeah. Which will also be affected by data caps. Don't get me wrong, but, uh, I, yeah, I, it's, it's tough, man. I think they do need to consider, storage for people because, the whole even the whole hullabaloo with the Xbox One and it was originally revealed of, you can't have play offline it has to check in every ever so often online, right? I think if you come out right. and you're, I know you're, you don't think they're going to come out and say this at the like reveal of either of these consoles, but right. if they message of like, hey, just. Delete the games you're not playing and download other ones. <laughs> you know, you know how gamers yeah. are. I don't, and it would yeah. be, and, I, and that's
2: why I mentioned it may not be successful, right? But it, yeah. I, I picture in a, in a post reveal interview something along the lines of someone asks like, "Well, what about the concerns about one terabyte not being enough?" And you know, Phil or uh, uh, whoever the latest Sony guy is saying something like, "You're well, Jim Ryan." Yeah, Jim Ryan, you know, saying something like, well, we've engineered the, the solid Game state drive. We've fuck
1: themselves. <laughs> we've plays old games? We've the, engineered
2: the solid state drive um, to be able to, you know, and the, and the CPU to be able to write games to the drive much faster than ever before. You know, kind of like subtly saying deal with it.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's way, more to do with know? them wanting you to start streaming all your games, you know. And that's a byproduct of like, you know, the storage stuff too is like why do you need storage when you can just stream it? Um, hmm. Did you, you you gave your answer, right? Yeah, you said both of them, only one SKU, one terabyte. Uh, next up, this is the opposite of the first question we had. What will have the lowest Metacritic score between A, Marvel's Avengers, B, Godfall, which was the PS5 launch exclusive game that was shown at the Game Awards, the Looter Slasher, I think is what they called it, or Bleeding mm-hmm. Edge, which is Ninja Theory's in-between game, the melee combat overwatchy hero melee game uh i said godfall just for the simple fact that it's a launch game and it's being published by gearbox and they don't have a really good track record with the games they publish and the developer doesn't have a big track record either their only other game was a rpg card game thing um yeah that's that's my bet but i wouldn't be surprised if it was bleeding edge but yeah my choice is godfall
2: I kind of thought the same thing as you did after seeing that game. It kind of feels like it is being used as, you know, launch system fodder more or, yeah. or less. Rice and like, Rome, you know, stuff to get out on on the new system that, you know, they can advertise some parts of it as being new and cool, but there's not too much substance behind it. Um, this is based on what little we've seen of it. I just got that kind of vibe from it. Like it's just one of those launch games that's just kind of there. It's kind of like mediocre or so
0: yeah so your choice is godfall as well yeah jordan now remind me what the question is here which one will have the lowest metacritic score
1: yeah okay that's what i thought um
0: you need the choices again
1: i think it's gonna be bleeding edge
0: i could definitely see that that was my second choice
1: yeah i could see that too. i'm worried about that game i I think avengers will be fine now
0: that we've seen Hellblade 2, I could give two dams about Bleeding Edge, Uh, personally. Um, <laughs> two dams? I, I couldn't give two dams.
1: As opposed to two
0: shits? Exactly. I hold I my think it's dams. it's a single dam.
1: It's a single dam. I couldn't give a dam. Or, or two, two shits.
0: shits. Hey, man, I'm changing <laughs> the game. I'm, I'm evolving it. <laughs> well, you Come ever notice
1: that, Dom? Jared will just, like, take phrases and just, like... Put, make an amalgamation of two different phrases and kind of mix and match together well i
2: like it though because Very it makes creative. you Very it makes creative. you question it, yeah it's creative but then it makes you question who came up with the phrase i don't give two shits why right. two yeah you
0: yeah. know hey man i give a ble- shit at all i'm on, on the bleeding edge
1: use? yeah yeah you don't give a shit and then somebody <laughs> was like well i don't give two shits yeah
0: <laughs> okay uh none of us shows marvel's avengers I think that game has a chance to be good, not great. And even at its worst, I don't think it'll review terribly. Whereas with like Godfall and Bleeding Edge, I think they have a chance to not review very well at all. We'll see. Next up. This is quite of a doozy, so you kind of got to pay attention. I'll probably have to say the question over and over again for you guys. So, which games will we see in 2020? Pick as many or as few as possible. There's not a whole long list. It's it's decently long. I think it's one, two, three, four, five,
2: six. Before six, you start, eight. when you say "will we see," do you mean like release or just see anything it's
0: of? Literally anything. I made it vague okay. on purpose so it's a reveal okay. trailer, even a a confirmed leak, a Jason Trier confirmed leak, not a random Reddit user. It has to have some like Eurogamer Jason Trier confirmed to it. Um, just so sure. it's real and we're not staring at some weird thing somebody made in Maya. So, the games are, and I'll, I'll say them again for you guys so you uh, after I give my answer, Metroid Prime 4, Bayonetta 3, Cuphead 2, Fable 4, Horizon Zero Dawn 2, Bloodborne 2, <laughs> a new Bioshock game,
1: or Aww. technically the
0: new Bioshock game, and a new Batman game. So my answer is five. I think we'll see Metroid Prime 4, I think we'll see Bayonetta 3, I think we'll see Fable 4. I think we'll see Horizon Zero Dawn 2, and I think we'll see a new Batman game. Now, Jordan, you're first. Would you like me to say all the games again?
1: Yeah, so which of these games we're going to see in 2020?
0: Yes, in any capacity. It
1: it doesn't even have to be official. It could be a creditable leak. Exactly.
0: And you don't have to pick any at all, by the way. You can pick as many or as few as possible. So the games are as follows. It, the easy way to remember it is it's Wait, two two Nintendo games, two Xbox games, two PlayStation a, games. You say them, party.
1: and I'll respond
0: out loud. Okay, I'll count them on my fingers then, as you say yes or no. Metroid yeah. Prime 4.
1: No. Bayonetta 3. Yes. Yeah, yes, Metroid. Okay, oh, Bayonetta 3. have at some point, they're going to have to be like, okay, we figured it out, guys, and We <laughs> we did something. Re-reveal the logo. Uh, Bayonetta yeah, so 3. Yes. Yes.
0: Cuphead 2.
1: No, because they still haven't even released the DLC.
0: Yep. And that doesn't count as Cuphead 2, by the way, for those listening. Uh, Fable 4. Yes. And it doesn't have to be called Fable 4. It's the next Fable game, okay? Just for clarification. We assume it's going to be Fable 4, but it might be a reboot of the series. So. Yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Yes. Yes. Once again, clarification for this one. If it's called Horizon something else, but it's a follow-up, still counts. Uh, Bloodborne 2.
1: Horizon 1 Dawn. Because <laughs> well,
0: you know that like, at least 25% of the reason they gave
2: it the title Horizon Zero Dawn was to like give future creative possibilities for its sequel titles
0: or something, right? <laughs> yeah, the, the heartbreaker, Jordan. Bloodborne yeah. 2.
1: You know what, Jared? I don't even give a fuck you know I'm saying yes and if it hurts me so be it because I want Bloodborne 2 to be revealed I don't want to hear a single fucking word from Miyazaki about this game until he's ready to give me some concrete evidence none of this oh sorry I didn't mean to tease you with all these monumental connections that we placed in this game Ugh. last two Bioshock
0: any new Bioshock yes. game we assume the one that we heard that's been worked on uh, and a yeah, Batman so just game. to
1: be clear you told me uh, when Dom wasn't here that there's they've got like a new studio that they're bringing people in and they're doing that game but it it had already been worked on in some capacity beforehand it, it's not Yeah, the Jason Trier report
0: said the game was in development for like two and a half years, and then they crushed the project, and then they founded this new studio called Cloud Something, and they're starting work on the project. That's officially from 2K.
1: So really, they are restarting it. Yeah. So maybe not. No.
0: And uh, Batman, no. any new Batman game That could be from WB Montreal, it could be from Rock City
1: Jeez, from... man I mean, who do we gotta blow around here To get a fucking Batman game You know what I'm saying, Dom? Jim like, Gordon Good lord Yes, Jared, fucking god, yes okay, Dom. Bloodborne 2 and Batman Yes, <laughs> can I just get A tease If nothing else
0: uh, Dom, you need the list again? Yeah, let's go through it the same way. Okay, Metroid Prime 4. Absolutely not. Bayonetta 3. Yes. Cuphead 2. No. Fable 4. No. Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes. Bloodborne 2. No. Bioshock. Yes. Batman. No. Don coming in at a spicy (laughs) 3 out of those 8 games. The the
2: Batman one hurts me because I think it feels like it's been so long, but I think like they, we get another year of blue balls on that one.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't go for Fable Four.
0: That game's all but confirmed from Playground Games. I just think it's going to be a showpiece at the, the E3 for the Series X. You know, not 2020.
1: You got to think that like some of this stuff is what they're going to use as fuel for the fire. Is yeah, you know, games years off.
0: Yeah uh next up will both neither or one of either xbox or playstation so you're either choosing either both xbox and playstation or one or the other right you're picking a specific one will they hold a reveal event before e3 so that's the first part of the question so you're answering is xbox holding a reveal event is playstation neither or both then the second part of the question is if so what month so for me i think both of them are holding a reveal event and I think playstations will be in February and I think xboxes will be in April. There's isn't technically a reveal event, but you know what, what would I mean by that? So Jordan, what I'm, do you just got? Gonna, I'm
1: just going to, I'm just going to copy what you said, Jared. Okay. Cause I have no idea. And, and that seems good enough to me.
0: Hey, it's actually a smart strategy because if I get it wrong, you get it wrong. And if I get it right, you get it right. So, yeah. uh, Dom, what do you think?
2: I'm going to say, uh, there will be a PlayStation five reveal
1: event. Okay. Um, in March. And it's... Okay, they're going to rent out an arena. And then they're just going to put a text document on from screen. From wired.com. From a wired writer <laughs> that everyone just reads. And they're like, alright, thank you everyone. Have a nice day. Bye. And but Xbox? Yes or no?
2: Xbox will not have a reveal event. Other than... They will talk about Next Gen a lot at E3. But okay. other than that... Like, before that, they won't have, you know, like, a live reveal event for any next-gen stuff. I think they may have, like, some interviews or release some blog posts or whatever about some specs or some things. um, But no big, like, reveal event in that
0: same kind of format. Okay. Remember, they have Inside Xbox. They do monthly. so Right, so that could be uh, an outlet, right? Well, that's, that would be considered a live event. Inside Xbox is a, is a live... Oh, it's live? Oh. Yeah.
2: Inside Z-Box. Well, I guess, I mean, then we can make the prediction specific to that. So, like, uh, yeah, they could talk about some details um, at
0: one of those, but I feel like that's not... Well, when they hold a special one, they actually change, like, the naming convention of it, and it's actually, like, an event. Like, they'll be like, oh, this is the Xbox One S. 1S... outside
1: Xbox. Yeah, outside okay. Xbox.
0: So my Xbox... Uh, uh, I'm trying to help you. <laughs>
1: yeah, my
2: Xbox communications ignorance is showing. Because um, <laughs> that I could see, like, they already have those lined up um, throughout the year. So yeah, I could see them changing the title of one. To be like, you know, more info on Series X. Uh, or, you know, more info on the new Series S that they had, you know... Ah, damn it,
0: Jared. Pick a month.
1: <laughs> this is why um, I just hopped on Jared's bandwagon. <laughs>
0: Yeah. You said March get... for
2: PS5. I think um, February we're okay. going to get some inside Xbox knowledge on not Series X, Series but some other gen. Series Something. S or whatever. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, next up, will PlayStation be at E3, do a PSX, both or neither in 2020? Uh, I said E3 only. I don't think they're doing a PSX 2020. It's pretty much my answer. That's tough, man. Definitely E3. Okay, so I'll write down E3 first for you. Yeah.
2: I think I'm going to say yes to PSX. I think they bring it back.
0: Yeah, I mean, this would be the year to do it, right, with the console launch?
2: Yeah, and I don't think that you get any crazy announcements at it, necessarily. Um, Some smaller stuff, but I think it would be, you know, super uh, for the fans type of a thing. It'd be the best time
1: to... Sorry, go ahead, Jordan. I think that Sony will be at E three next year, okay. But there will still not be the PSX.
0: Okay, you're with me on that, that one. Yeah, it's
1: experience.
0: it's just like ugh, looking at Jim Ryan's face. That doesn't look like the type of guy that wants to spend extra money on a fan <laughs> event.
1: Uh, yeah, but maybe Herman or just wants hoist, to spend extra whatever. time with the fans. <laughs> either
0: we have to we have to believe in Herman. Dom, if you yeah. can put in a word edgewise if like, not Jim, there's no chance you don't you don't even have to go i'll plan the whole thing just come on <laughs> let us do this
1: just sign off on it yeah it's put in a good word yeah. or get a word in edgewise <laughs> yeah. what did i say put in a word edgewise i kind of sworn i just said put in a good word no you said put in a word edgewise <laughs> Oh, my bad. Anyways, oh, next nice. question. I'm just uh, I'm just making fun of your uh, your phrasing sandwiches.
0: In the moment, man, hosting a podcast and stuff, you just gotta gotta do whatever comes out of your mouth. yes uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do. Next one. How much will the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 cost? we're talking about the Oof. just the, the base general SKUs. Uh, I said five hundred for both.
2: I'm going 500 for Series X, 400 for PlayStation 5. Okay. My thought I'll process is that you. they're
0: supposed to be similar in power, so my assumption is that they'd both be around the same price.
2: I think the uh, Series X is going to end up coming in a little bit
0: beefier. A little bit beefier.
1: Uh... Although, Jared, although I may have just utterly insulted your... Intelligence or lack thereof. I will agree with you in this instance.
0: <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm just trying to doms. Both five hundred for Jordan. Okay. Uh, next one. Uh, will the Xbox launch with two SKUs on day one? I'm not counting the separate storage stuff. It's we're talking Series X, Series S, the Project Lockhart that's rumored. Um. And will there be a day one edition? If you guys remember for the Xbox One, there was a day one edition, yeah. a special pre-order edition. There's um, yeah. one for the uh,
1: Scorpio. X-, X as well. Yeah. yeah. So I put shit.
0: Scorpio. I put no, it'll be one SKU. Uh, lock card won't come out on day one, and there will be a day one edition.
1: So no and yes. Once again, Jared, you know don't let anyone ever tell you otherwise i think you're a genius man because i gotta agree with you
2: dom i'm going to skews get your your series x your series s um and yeah scarlet edition comes out exclusively as a, a series x variant right so there won't be a day one edition for the series s though
0: oh uh, yeah because what was the code name for the x scorpio Yep. Yeah, it was part of the Project Scorpio edition. So, yeah, yep. Project Scarlet edition. Makes sense.
1: Scorpio. Uh,
0: this question kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with the discussion Jordan and I had for the Game Awards. It's hand-on-hand, hand, Jared! <laughs>
1: what did he say? Hand-in-hand. I'm, hand. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. It is hand-in-hand. Hand-on-hand uh, I was, I was uh, hand so, hand with this. So this goes
0: hand-in-hand hand with uh, the conversation Jordan and I had for the Game Awards Reaction podcast. So... Um, what shape, orientation, and color will the PS5 be? And the second part of this question is, will it be more curvy or modern rigid? Uh, Jordan had this discussion about the difference in design philosophies for both Xbox and PlayStation. And the PS4 Slim is the one with like the uh, the smoother edges, right? And I think the yeah. Pro also has that design as well, with it's the added like, bit... metal patty. It's weird so, because the pro
2: is—they're both more rounded, the slim and the pro—but the pro has like the angled front, so it kind of yeah. has both of those. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, I see. I think they're gonna go back to rounded. I think the shape of it is gonna be the traditional pizza box console shape. Not sure about size, um, orientation. Honestly, that's none of our business. Um, <laughs> and yeah. Well, <laughs> what was the last question?
0: Uh, curvy or modern uh, slash like more rigid geometrical lines?
1: Uh, yeah, curvy. Curvy. Curvy, rounded. Though, once again, whatever they decide, however they want to live their life, if they want to be a little bit more rigid and modern, that's fine. But if they decide to kind of just let loose and be more curvy whatever it it might depend on their orientation so i'm gonna i'm gonna let this joke die in a fire now yeah well Uh, for
0: uh, for me i'm gonna go shape more square than rectangle uh so kind of the pizza box thing there uh
1: now what did you actually mean by orientation you're talking about like how it stands like
0: basically uh, the primary way it's shown off so obviously like with the xbox series x it's primarily shown off vertically right but they did confirm you could lay down horizontally
1: um, yeah, I mean the PS4, PlayStation systems have often been shown off vertically, but you never
0: you use need them a stand. Like you have
1: to you have to buy a separate stand. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I would say that that's not necessarily a good indicator. I will say that what is the normal practical usage in the home, I think that PlayStation is going to be the standard orientation. Like I said, it's going to be a a pizza box. Scenario. Yeah, black. I
0: went. I went horizontal with you too. Color. I'm. You didn't say it, but I'm assuming your uh, black is your assumption for the color of the PS5.
1: Ooh. <sighs> yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, same. And for the uh, the actual like design of it, I think it's actually going to go more towards uh, rigid, like modern design. Uh, not so much curvy. Um, a lot of harsh, harsh so... edges.
1: You think they're going to go all Microsoft with it? Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. No call. Um, Dom, what's your prediction?
2: I wish I could say that that thing is going to be gray, you know? Like a PS1. But, uh, it's going to be black, of course. Because, uh, why do anything crazy, I guess? Fuck me. Um, it's going to be
1: so crazy
2: it's going to be regular pizza box style as, as uh, Jordan pointed out not uh, I don't know what you call it. like, not like PCK style like the Series X or, yeah um, yeah pizza box um, I think it's going to go more towards uh, like Playstation 4 original you know I think they like they seem to like that angled front on these things in general. I think they keep that and the sharp edges. Um, something else to make it different from a PS4. But I think it's going to look similar to a PS4. So like hard sharp edges and angles and shit like that.
0: Uh, Missing yeah, anything? I think you got everything. Yeah. Uh. Final predictions. Here are my three. Doubling down on this one that I got wrong last year. We'll finally see the reveal of a proper Splinter Cell game in 2020. Not some weird inclusion in a mobile title. Wow.
1: Just trying again, trying <laughs> Just
0: wheeling again. into existence. Two, the third version of Pokemon Sword and Shield will be announced and released in November. And third, we will see the return of Banjo Kazooie and Viva Pinata. Those are
1: my three predictions. Whoa, some boldness there. Some, sabiernes. I mean, Viva Pinata is such a launch
0: franchise, you know, yeah. for a console. So I could totally see it. Banjo Kazooie, I think, is a lot less likely, but who knows. Jordan, what are your three?
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna try to just will things to existence here because like I don't I'm not necessarily caring about winning right and I don't yeah. think that it's gonna happen anyways so I think that we are going to launch with a new SSX game. Oh, cool! I think I think that uh, Sony will have its own elite controller and I think that sony will also announce i don't I'm not i'm not going to specify whether it's an acquisition or a uh, creation of a new studio but there will be another studio underneath the sony umbrella uh, by the end of
0: 2020 cool uh Dom what are your three
2: so a lot of this we talked about in those questions but I think it's worth making this as like one whole prediction of like next gen xbox looks like two separate skews series x next and gen series 5. s coming in at four and five hundred bucks and then ps5 is just one skew um at four hundred
0: hmm
2: one terabyte across the board for all three of these guys
0: yeah i'm trying it's to think interesting that you would detail. think that the smaller SKU would be four hundred have you read the rumors about how it's like power and everything? Yeah, I
2: debated like if maybe it's closer to 300 or 350 or something cuz it's supposed to be like less powerful, right? It's supposed than to be a that. little
0: bit more powerful than the Xbox One S. It's going to be focused on streaming. Those are the okay, rumors, I read anyways. <laughs> maybe.
2: Yeah. I, I was think I think I read something about 300. Um, I'm still going to go with 400 okay. um at least, based on one thing I read, which may have not even been a, you know, valid rumor, but uh, that uh, it's less graphically powerful than a One X, but has more CPU power, like much, much more than a One X. So it will be able to play, you know, the Scarlet, or rather the Series X exclusive games, because it has similar CPU power, but it will do so at a lower. Uh, uh, Frame rate resolution. or resolution um, because the GPU power isn't up there. But as far as like physics and the stuff the game is doing, it can keep up in that regard. Um,
0: so, so two SKUs I, uh, at launch, 1,500, one four hundred. Yeah. You're not and sticking then, to the S, the, the Series S name, right? You're just saying two SKUs. I mean, I'll say si oh, I think okay. that's. Well,
2: yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll just put it in there. If it costs me half a point, so be it. Um, the fact that they did Series X, like, I don't know. That seems, like, indicative, right? Um,
0: well, yeah, there will definitely be another skew. It's just whether or not it'll be at launch.
2: Yeah. You're right. But I like those...
1: Geez.
2: I like those price points, um, and I think PS4 will compete... Or rather, PS5 will compete with that lower one, as opposed to... I think I think Series X is, like, that thing's a fucking canon, dude. Like, I think it's going to be way more powerful. Canon! You know? Um, and the way Phil talked about it, like, we will not be out of position on power, Okay, man. Like, I'm getting out of the way. Like, kind of. We have for
0: the the Game Awards reactions podcast. Jordan and I talked about how currently it's unclear. What, the PS5 can fall in between eight teraflops and twelve. Obviously, the Xbox Series X is at twelve. So if it comes in at the lower end, you know, then obviously Series X will be the market leader. We're just not clear on how powerful it is in comparison. We'll find out more later. What's your second prediction? Um,
2: we uh, Elden Ring will release in 2020. Ooh, in awesome, hope it happens. In April,
0: no, I gotta feel this one. June, June, God, it's gonna be that game everyone has to re- the review during E three. That'd be so funny. Shit, yeah, I'm it gonna stick happens. With, I'm it gonna happens. June. Yeah, yeah, it happens. I think it's.
2: Uh, I just got a vibe. They they from Soft is always been like in the march range i mean like at least the past this generation um they've been in the march range but i think this one slips a little bit but i am still think it's a 2020 game and it comes out in the first half of the year and your last one i was gonna i had originally planned to say we will not get another peep out of metroid prime 4 but we kind of already answered that one um Mm. Oh, I remember my backup was uh we get a new game announcement from Kojima Productions.
0: Hmm. His next project. Is yeah. it, do you Wowee. think we'll get a pro- I mean this doesn't have to be towards your prediction, but do you think it's a project name or an actual title? I think
1: we get a Or
0: nothing and it's just a teaser with a Kojima Production at the end.
1: Not even a Yeah, game. I think it's like it's a just cinematic. It's got like it's got like a, <laughs> got like a, a logo. On like a a card, it's like, hey, this is the logo for our next game. (laughs) No, I mean, we're all around
2: it, right? I think it's a cinematic trailer with just no title. Obviously no release window or anything like that, but then just the Kojima Productions logo at the end. And that's it. And it's nonsense, of course. It doesn't make any sense. It just says kill two birds with
1: one carpe None of us have have really gone through uh, Death Stranding, have we? No. No chance, yeah. I was gonna ask if Ludens is a part of that game at all. I
0: don't know. Uh, I think that's everything. Yeah, we got all the predictions. So, Dom is the current champion. We'll see if by year's end, uh, Jordan or I unseat him for that uh, the belt or the trophy or whatever well, it is.
1: I don't think so.
0: We'll see. We never know. Uh, this has at been least our last. <laughs> this has been our last episode for twenty nineteen. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, or watching, however, you guys uh, you know enjoy the podcast on a weekly basis for this year. We'll be returning next year. <coughs> Going to be talking about game of the year, and you know we'll probably talk about our most anticipated. There's that
1: word again, uh, games at some oh, point again. Shit. As Jared, you were saying two birds with one carpe diem. I get it. I yes, get it. You were making <laughs> up a, an amalgamation phrase. Yeah, it's actually a lot harder when you think about it. You know, <laughs> when you're like, no, well, two it birds is. is. It is. Together. Yeah.
0: Um, anyways, thank you guys for listening we really appreciate the support, we're looking to grow more in the next year, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, we'll catch you guys on the other side if you can, please follow us on iTunes leave a review, it definitely helps us move up in the algorithm go to YouTube, search controlled interests we'll pop up, if you subscribe make sure to hit the bell notification because it'll alert you when uh, when we post new videos you can't trust the YouTube sub boxes and, uh, yeah, if you enjoyed the podcast, hit the like button on YouTube. That helps us out in that always changing and evolving uh, YouTube algorithm. And lastly, if you want to go over to Twitter individually, you can follow us at Jared underscore. That's for me. Jordan, you can follow at Mellomodus, And Dom, you can follow at Dom's Oreos. Uh, and our group account is Controlled Interests uh, at CTRLINT. That's Controlled Interests abbreviated. All of the new videos get tweeted out there. Sometimes I make jokes about Video games and pop culture stuff. That's pretty much it. We'll catch you guys in the new year. Have a great holiday and a new year.